okay so we are this is the part two part two b part two b yes and in the part one i stopped where i was talking about um the whole issue that transpired between god and the devil and i i made mention of something i said that the devil actually tried to tell god he was like hey you destroy everything now that take away everything all that you have given him take away everything but then God actually, God actually paused on that, and then he told, he told the devil. He said, "You can touch, you can, you can take everything. You can do that. I won't do that. You can do that. But then, don't touch my son. Don't try to do anything to my son." Now, I now mentioned that I there was a particular part that I there was a particular part that I came across in scripture. That talked about because I said most of us many times we ascribe whatever we are going through, we ascribe it to God and say, Hey, that what that God punished me, God do this. Now, God does, God did this. Now, the truth is, God only chastises. God, yeah, His children, He chastises us, but then when it comes to giving a punishment that would be, would be that giving a temptation that. That is that serious. It is not God. Because scripture says here, and I have scripture to back it up. James chapter 1 verse 13. Let no, more, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and, and is enticed. Then verse 15 says, Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when and sin, when it is full grown, brings death. Now that is to tell you that it is wrong. It is wrong for you to just ascribe your um, ascribe your temptation most times to God. Because even when even when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he was tempted by the devil. Scripture made it clear that. God led Jesus, that's the Spirit of God, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, not to be tempted by himself. Because God does not tempt. And even when you find yourself in in that situation, he helps you and he does not tempt you beyond what you can. He does not tempt you beyond what you can go through. I hope somebody understood that. Now, I would also look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. There is nothing you no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And somebody will tell me that God does not love me. And somebody will tell you that God does not love you and you will believe. If there is an understanding here clearly from scripture that when you are tempted, God will always make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Now, when the devil was tempting Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus' way of escape was his word. Was his word. Was that, That's the word of God. They were combating seriously with the word of God. And would you bring me to... The next point, um, the next point, that's point four, the word combat. Now, that was what happened between verse 3 to verse 10 in Matthew chapter 4. Man shall not live by bread alone. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Get thee behind me, Satan. And you know, 
the truth is, everything the devil said, everything the devil quoted, he quoted the scripture accurately. So you cannot say the devil was wrong. You cannot say he was wrong. But then the thing about the devil is, he only uses the word when he wants to manipulate it. He wants to manipulate it to his own advantage. And the truth is, the word of God does not work for anyone that is in darkness. It only works for us children of light. Because the Bible says, the word is that, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. So it only works for children of light. If devil, if he likes, you should quote 10,000 scriptures. It is only a believer that is not standing, that is not standing, that is shaking, that would not be able to combat whatever the devil is giving. I will not be able to give the devil back to back. Yes, back to back. I have to use it because that's what Jesus did. He was giving the devil back to back and the devil left. The knowledge of God and his word is very, very important. You must guard your heart with it. I have a friend that his favorite scripture is guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes the issue of life. And I have got and with time I have learned that actually you cannot guard your heart by by yourself. You can only guard your heart by by the word of God. Because scripture says the psalm is David. When he was talking, he said, Thy word I have hidden in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Thy word I have hidden in my heart. So that is, the, the, the word of God is like the gates. The gates that guards your heart. So you have to constantly feed yourself with the word of God. You have to constantly feed your heart. And the thing is, when it comes to the word of God, it is, en- it is endless. You cannot exhaust the word of God. Because there's this, there was one time we were having, me and my friends were having this discussion. You know, I read a scripture one time. I can't really remember the scripture. But then I read a scripture one time and then it was, it was different. It was just different for us. It was different for me. The revelation I got was different when we were discussing. And then when she gave her own revelation, it was different. When another person gave, and that's the thing about the word, you cannot exhaust it. Even most times when you go out to minister, you can actually minister, you can minister a lot of things just with one word. Because the word of God carries, it is living. It is living like there is, there is life in the word of God. And you must guard your heart with it. You must meditate on it. Not even just in the wilderness, but every chance you get. Because from our text, the devil also knows the word. I've said that before. The devil knows the word and doesn't work with him because he tries to manipulate it. Adequate knowledge is actually needed from you. And we'll be reading Joshua 1 verse 8. Joshua 1, the book of Joshua 1 verse 8. You should know in this book of the Lord shall not depart from thy mouth, or you shall meditate day and night, that you may, and that you may observe to do. So I'll read it properly. Yeah, Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read it and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and you shall be successful. This is the amplified version. Now I'll be reading the message version of it. Now this says, the revelation that Moses commanded you, give everything you have. Yeah, give everything you have, your heart and your soul. Make sure you carry out the revelation that Moses commanded you. That's the Bible they were using there was... Um, everything that Moses wrote, the book of 
Moses, Genesis, everything that you read. That's why it's stated like this. The revelation that Moses commanded you, every bit of it, don't get off track off track either left or right so as to make sure you get to where you are going and don't for a minute let this book of revelation be out of mind ponder and meditate on it day and night making sure you practice everything written in it then you will get where you are going then you succeed i am well you all succeed in the name of jesus and finally finally now, this is from what happened. We are still going to talk about the Israelites' experience in the next episode. That will be episode three. I'm already giving you guys small, small snippets. Yes, the next episode. Now, the fifth one is victory. Is victory. You should be glad because actually there is this victory that comes... There's this victory that comes, you know, after the wilderness experience. You are very happy. Now, I'll be reading James chapter 1 verse 12, the Amplified Version. I like the Amplified Version because it actually expands it. So a lot of people say, say that the English J is too much. Yes, there can be... There can be times that you just want to read the simple version of it. But then, when you want to really bring out what the word is saying the amplified version is actually very good and when you want to relate you see i'm recommending i'm recommending versions now when you also want to relate to um the word you can read the the passion translation but the passion translation does not have the old testament it just has psalms proverbs i think the songs of solomon and uh, the new testament because it talks about the, the passion translation actually I'm sorry I'm digressing, but then the Passion Translation actually um, brings the Bible from the perspective of Jesus and us. That's the bride and the, uh, the bridegroom. The message version, if you want to relate, just read the message version. Yeah, so, James chapter 1 verse 12. Blessed, happy, sp- blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God. Is the man who is steadfast under trials and perseveres when tempted, for he has passed the test and has been and and been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Hallelujah. There is a crown of life that awaits you when you pass your temptation. And you know, verse eleven after the whole after the whole drama that happened between um, our Lord Jesus and the devil. Now, the message version says the test was over, the devil left, and in his place, in his place, angels came and took care of Jesus's needs. Now, it didn't mean that it didn't mean that God does not know that you are actually going through a wilderness experience. So that time when he does not interfere, he just wants to see how faithful you have been. But then what happens after he comes? That's to tell you that he has been monitoring, he has been following, he has been with you every step of the way. He just wanted to see how well you will do. It didn't mean that God has forgotten you. The NKJV version says, the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Is it the hunger? That, is it the hunger? They sorted out the hunger. Is it the hunger spiritually? They sorted out. They sorted that one out. Is it revelation? They sorted that one out. So you just need to constantly trust in God and understand that He's with you in the wilderness experience, even when it doesn't seem like it. I can tell you, there was a time that I wasn't getting, 
I okay, I went on a three days dry fast and I wasn't getting any revelation, it wasn't clear. But then you would not believe that after on the fourth day, yeah, the fourth day or the third day when I was about to round up, you'd not believe that there was a fragrance I began to per- perceive in my room. I could not, I could not, I was smelling my clothes, smelling everywhere, and I could not get where it was coming from. But then when I perceived, I, I perceived it, I was asking that, can anybody perceive this perfume? Can even, it, it, it didn't smell like a perfume, it, it smelled heavenly, and it, 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 it smelled heavenly, and you know, I was like, this can, I, I, and immediately his presence followed. The presence of, he, he assured me that he, he had actually been with me. And you know, everything just began to flow. There was a free flow. There was a free flow of everything. I, I could hear him clearly. So we've, we've cleared that part. In two episodes, we talked about the Jesus experience. And I actually learned a lot that was refreshed. I don't know about you. I know you'll be refreshed. There's nobody that hears the word of God and is not refreshed. So you must be refreshed in Jesus' name. So we are going to quickly pray one prayer. We are going to ask the Lord to help us that. We faithfully go through our wilderness experience and we come out strong in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I bless you for these ones. I I bless you for your word. I thank you because your word carries power and it carries light and it carries fire. Thank you, Father, because you want us to understand your plan for us when we go through this phase. You want us, you want you want to help us that we are not troubled, that we are not phased. I return all glory to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray earnestly from my heart because it is my desire to see my fellow believers and my friends go through a phase and come out stronger. Father, I pray for you that whatever stage that any of us, uh, any of us is currently, that you bring us out of it strong in the name of Jesus. That we are an embodiment of your glory in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for every one of us that will fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. That over our lives, our lives, our lives will be a testimony in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I desire and I pray, Lord, that even when it is time to to meet you, that's if you don't come, that's if the rapture doesn't take place, if it's time for us to go. Father, help us that we would have left a legacy that is actually a legacy that is bigger than we would have lived a life that leaves a legacy behind that is greater than the amount of years we spent here on earth in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father for in jesus name we pray amen now don't forget to send me your feedbacks at on my gmail which is talkscoco at gmail.com and also via instagram b underscore coco talks god bless you and have a lovely day